0: This is Martin, and welcome back to Good Grief by Martin 100 Days and Beyond. And uh, this is the last in our um, third series of our podcast. <laughs> and what a journey it's been! I won't do a massive recap over the whole thing, but it's been an incredible um, process starting off before Christmas uh, 2021, having an idea to do a hundred day, uh, consecutive day uh, creative project where you turn up every day for a hundred days and do something creative, whatever it is. Apply yourself to something and the promises were that wonderful things and wonderful surprises would come out of it and um, I've got them coming in all shapes and sizes. Uh, Opportunities, people, a a new type of listening, new conversations and uh, surprising creative juices that I understand are as a result of uh, creating new neural pathways in my brain, which is, this is my uh, terminology anyway, a happiness switch, which you switch on and uh, sits in the right hemisphere of your brain. (coughs) I've been doing a bit of a study on um, neurology and the effects of trauma and uh, how your brain operates, the different characters of your brain and uh, on the left side of your brain sits all the uh, stress, all the calculations, all the linear thinking, all the ego, all the judgement, all the worry, all the stress, all the past thinking, all those repetitive disappointments that you might have had that you keep replaying and going here we go again and on the right side sits uh, bliss, optimism in the moment positivity and a whole lot more of good stuff you need both sides I understand to operate but if you can dominate your thoughts on your right side of your brain or your right hemisphere then you're operating in a happier space and um, if you uh, think of when you pray or meditate how calming that is when you do find um, you get to that point where you're drifting that is where your mind is moving across to your right hemisphere so it's an exciting discovery for me I'm sure you've all figured it out many many years ago before I did but I just figured it out and uh, going through My own experience losing a son, the damage created as a result of the trauma in your brain, that affects your memory, Um, (coughs) your thinking, your communication with other people, uh, and your patience with other people, Uh, your decisions after something of, of that magnitude is very different Than when you, uh, uh, than prior to that. And um, so, what does it look like for me? I have an apathy to death, my own death. (coughs) I obviously have people in my life that I love and care for that I want to stick around for and look after and see them grow and develop. And my daughter Millie is a special person in my life still that I want to make sure that she grows up and to a beautiful, whole woman that she's developing into very fastly and uh, she is definitely keeping me going. In the early days she was the only thing that was keeping me going because there was nothing else to want to stick around for. Uh, but now I've got other nice things starting to appear in my life that I'm also happy about and that just demonstrates time does heal and I guess gratitude, acceptance, and my latest thing is um, curiosity, which I've uh, developed for a whole load of areas that I was not interested in before. Uh, Understanding the brain, (laughs) how it operates is definitely something I wasn't thinking about. Uh, Before this journey started, uh, this creative process has opened up creative juices that I uh, haven't experienced before which is really really nice Uh, my ability to uh, focus on things that I want to and accepting that I can be pretty average in a lot of stuff and that's okay Um, you know we have this negative self-talk all the time that we're not good enough in different areas of our life and that's what we compare ourselves to other people with and it is really damaging and so I'll show you, I'll throw this out. So if you're on a desert island and you got uh, shipwrecked, you wouldn't be thinking about your self-esteem, your, you know, your, so low, your low self-worth, so I'm getting a bit tongue-tied here, would you? You'd be just thinking about survival and foraging for food and learning how to survive on a island without any people, without anybody bashing your ego, your self-confidence. You just be in survival and fight or flight mode. So, um, you know, I'm breaking it right down to some pretty simple places, but let go of what you're not good at. Focus on what you are, that's your superpower. That's my superpower. My God, I've got uh, a lot of negative self-talk over the years, not being smart enough, you know, being dyslexic, you know, not being very successful at school, although I pursued school and uh, night school for 15 years after I left school. I still didn't get it. <laughs> but I'm good at some other things, and I was pointed out to me the other day that some of the things that I am good at, I'm happy to admit, I'm fucking top on the tree. You know, I think, actually, I have a positive outlook about a lot of stuff. Optimistic. I reckon I'm pretty kind. I'm happy to put that out there. I'm not trying to big note myself. I haven't made a lot of money. But I don't think life... I think you need to make enough money to get through. Be able to feed yourself or clothe yourself. There's a certain level that you should be aspiring to to get uh, uh, a comfortable lifestyle, and I've got that. But by no means are we rich. Rich is what I class as successful life, successful living, and that's just a daily practice. Every day, turning up, having some priorities, people in your life that you've got to make sure they're safe and be kind to others. Um, You know, my new thing is, I don't know if it's new, but uh, definitely a, a lot more focused on if there's someone that doesn't like me, that's okay, they don't have to like me. Now, I don't have to sit in resentment with them. And I guess this is where this whole brain stuff coming in. You know, I can look at them and go, that's okay. For whatever reason, they just don't take to me. I'm not a good fit for them. I was surfing this morning. I go um, surfing regularly in my van. I'm in the van, by the way. Uh, I think the last couple of uh, episodes that I did, I was in the, um, in the Kia, which is a pretty quiet vehicle. And um, today I'm in the, Kia, uh, in the, um, in the Transporter. And uh, we're at the end of COVID, actually only yesterday, all the masks came off in Western Australia. So when we're in a public venue, um, you don't have to wear masks. So I got to play last night with my good friend, King Fez, Gareth Hancock, who invites me to play with his band, King Fez. And um, we played at the Market Bar in Fremantle and uh, New York Slim, dynamic guitar player, Very cool. Washboard Pete, who plays a washboard. Fantastic. Very cool guy. And Ashley, on bass. Now, Ashley sent me a message because I said Ashley hasn't got a cool name other than Ashley on bass, which is a cool name. But I was making a bit of fun of him, and I thought it was quite funny for the post. What else am I also doing? I'm actually listening to... um, Something on Spotify, which was sent to me, which is an album by a guy called Blanco White, Paul Aspall in the UK. I asked him to send me some music. You know, when you get stuck in a bit of a rut with your listening, and um, yeah, he shot me this album over. So I actually sent it out last week to about fifty people, and it was such a wonderful feeling um, sending music, which I was pretty sure that most people wouldn't have heard over here. Uh, out to them, and um, sharing it. So I managed to touch base with people that I hadn't um, really communicated with very much um, for some time, and I mean, there was a few people that came back to me and saying, is this you, Big Martin? Because they thought it was a virus, but uh, I explained that it was just a <coughs> bit of morning listening. I was sort of wanted to share, and yeah, it was, sent some good vibes out, so that was really great. I really liked it I'm going to do more of that I think uh, I'm encouraging everyone to uh, find their favourite albums or if they discover some new music to share it out it's a really great thing to do most of us um, are pretty similar we've got our own genres of music that we listen to and we very rarely branch out of it I mean it's pretty nice that you can go onto YouTube or Spotify and get all these recommendations I guess that's done through algorithms but you know when people that you know that are going to a bit of taste shoot you some examples it's um that's really nice also I downloaded an album by Tom Fisher Tom Fisher you may know if you're in Perth uh, owns Clancy's at Frio and a few other Clancy's uh, um bars and bistros in Perth <coughs> and they do a great live music uh, at their venues which is really excellent and um Tom's got his own band and uh I'm driving, so I can't pull it up on my phone, but Tom Fisher uh, is fucking brilliant. So I saw a post of his the other week, and I thought, I'm gonna uh, check out <coughs> some of your music, because I know he plays, and he's a good guy. And uh, yeah, I was really impressed. It's world-class, really. Who else do I want to rave about? Natalie Gillespie. Now, um, Natalie's a singer. I did see her recently, and fucking hell, is she good. Um, She plays in and around Perth. She plays with Dave Brewer and some other absolute jazz legends um, in the Perth uh, music scene. If you get a chance to check her out, I really recommend that too. I've sort of drifted off, haven't I? Where did I go? What was I going to talk about? Um, Oh, so I also started to check out some new podcasts the other day. And... um, I found one, which was a guy who was doing a, a creative podcast, and um, I didn't know what it was about, so I thought I'd have a listen in, and it was his first one. And um, look, he did explain at the start of it that it was going to be, uh, you know, a bit of a, a process to sort of get into it, and uh, fair juiced to him. And I did listen in, but I wasn't uh, captivated. I don't know if it was. The audio, I mean, my audio's not that great. I always do it in the van, so you've got background noise of the the diesel motor and the traffic whizzing past me, and whatever else is going on, and bumps in the road. You don't hear that in many other podcasts, I know that, because they're really well-produced. Uh, uh, a lot of background music, blah-de-blah. But blah. Well, mine has um, diesel engine <laughs> music, <laughs> gear-changing music, and uh, the sound of the wind <laughs> was in past. But the reason I do it is because it's just a bit more natural. I feel like I'm sitting there talking to someone sitting next to me, but not letting them get a word in. <laughs> so um, yeah, so that's why I choose to do it in the van. And if you don't like the audio, you think it's a bit a bit average. Um, I'm sorry, I can't do much about it. I've tried to do it sitting in a in a quiet room. A, it's like sitting in an operating theatre. My God, it was so sterile. I was so self-conscious about chatting and what to say. Whereas right now, I'm just trying to focus I'm not running into anyone. Uh, and so that um, makes it a bit more natural. Um, I've got some great vibes today. i got some nice waves. I have every other Friday off as well. And fortunately, I've just come off the back of three Fridays in a row where I've had off and so I'm a bit blissed up at the moment Uh, and um, the nice thing is I just get to escape I get in my van at 5 in the morning or whatever it is and I drive south of my house and I just find a surf beach that I go to I tend to go to a place called Falcon if it's local metro otherwise I go down south to Gracetown or Moses Rocks or somewhere like that I've got a long board I'm not a great surfer I just really like it last few years I've been struggling with my takeoff, and so uh, someone pointed out that I was overthinking it and then it just dawned on me that that's what we do when we're um, apprehensive about things or nervous and I, I found the same thing happened to me when I had a mad crash on my uh, skateboard where I, I fell and bashed my head on the ground and took every bit of skin off that I have on my <laughs> outer layer. <laughs> anyway, so my skin now, I have the skin of a uh, a child because it's all fresh skin now <laughs> anyway i smashed myself my uh, but when i got back on i was so nervous and the things i was doing before without any thought i was overthinking and so it was making me nervous and i don't know if you know what a speed wobble is but on a skateboard if you get one <laughs> it's going to end in tears because you shit yourself on the next thing the fucking board flies from under you, and you end up hitting the pavement so um yeah so I tighten the trucks up and uh i've been gradually getting back to it and uh again using my right brain thinking to uh, let that all go um, which has been really good it's such a simple example but I, I i use it now in my work environment um, i just want to touch on this so i have a a lot of negative self-talk at my workplace now I work with other people and they're fucking you know guns of in the industry and some of them are highly intelligent they're definitely on some sort of spectrum but anyway uh, you know some have got photographic memories I reckon some of the guys I work with definitely have and um, it's just the way they're wired now I don't now my brain's had a big smash just like my skateboard crash it doesn't quite work properly you know I'm I reckon just turning up, I'm fucking killing the pig. You know what I mean? Because just arriving at work, instead of curling up in a ball, or going getting drunk or stoned because I'm so fucking sad, is is a win. So I've got to be really conscious of that all the time. That every day I'm turning up and I don't feel like it. So with all this positive stuff that I'm trying to do, and this is what this thing's about, creative journey, life journey, after trauma. Um, You know, I've got to give myself a break. I am doing stuff, I've got good communication skills. So what are my skill sets, what can I bring to the table? If I'm working with other people, maybe they can add some value that I can't. We work as a team. You know, if they say things that make me feel less than, that's me, that's my head turning on me. They're not doing anything. They're just being them. So I've got to learn to uh, maneuver through that. Let it go. It's not easy eh, if I can get get stuck in my brain. I do know that these thoughts, and i mentioned it before, they take 90 seconds to come and go. Now, we don't let them go. Typically, we want to replay them over and over. I've been sitting in in the beach this morning with a guy surfing next to me that never fucking says hello to me <laughs> i've been surfing nearby him for years in the perth metro area and out of metro area i see him he's got a similar board to me he surfs obviously he's searching the same spots and doesn't matter how many times i say hello to him I, i'll get a grunt i can hardly get a word from him and uh, uh, this morning I was just like, let it go. But he just that played on my mind. Even I could feel him. He was fucking hundred meters away from me, and I could see, I could sense him. And I was just like. And yesterday I saw him. He was talking to this friend of mine. He hardly fucking blinked at me when he saw me. He just, yep. Yeah. And he reluctantly said goodbye to me when I said goodbye. He didn't even turn around. <laughs> so there you go. We all got it. You know, maybe I'm being overly sensitive. It has been mentioned to me before. Anyway, I'll bash him next time I see him. (laughs) Cut him up on a wave or something. No, I won't. Not really. Ah. Look, what I also know, from being in a family of people that have lost someone, you can't do other people's grief. You can't recover with them. You recover yourself. You can only do what you can do for yourself. Everyone really unfortunately has got to do the same thing. So any of these skills that I'm learning, I'm trying to impart on other people. They just, I must say they don't get it. They don't want my input. They're on their own journey. They're trying to figure it out themselves. And anything I say is not helping. Uh, It can be deemed as being a bit contrived and preaching, and I'm not trying to do that. But it really is something. I've got to tell you something else too that you never want to say to someone that's lost someone. And the and the thing you should never say is, do you miss him? What a fucking stupid question. Of course you fucking miss him. This happens all the time. I get people come up to me, and other people that I know, and I don't know if they feel uncomfortable. I mean, my bedroom is opposite my son's bedroom. You think when I go to bed every night, I don't look in there and remember the last time I kissed him goodnight? Of course I fucking do do I miss him I'm in fucking agony thinking about him so I fucking do miss him please don't ask me that and I suggest anybody that you know that's lost someone don't ask them that question it's, they almost want to punch you in the nose <laughs> okay <laughs> cut you out of their friend group block you on Facebook or Messenger or whatever they got to do I, let me just say if, if you don't get anything else about this podcast just take that away It's really important. Um, I've got a friend, unfortunately, that's just lost her son as well. And sending her a big love. I know how she feels. I don't have to say, how are you? I just send her a little message of hope. I don't really um, think it's my place to tell her what it's going to be like for her. Because it's her journey. And we all got our own. All we've got to be there is available for them, as and when, and give them time. Don't be upset that they don't want to talk to you, because they just can't. They just want to be, they just want to be, you know what I mean? They just want to get through whatever hell they're going through, all right? And there will be a bit of sunshine as time goes by, and um, they'll be very grateful of you in their life. Just be a good friend, like Buster says. Just be a good friend, that's all you gotta do. That comes in all shapes and sizes. And um, it's a pretty nice day today. The sun is coming through my window. I've caught loads of waves this morning. It is 20 past nine, uh, what day is It's a Saturday. Uh, And um, I'm going to the art gallery today with my daughter. We're gonna look at some Year 12 um, art. And uh, I'm sure it's gonna be inspiring. And uh, I just wanna say have a great day to everyone. Big ups to my friends at Pastor Addiction. Thank you so much for all the pastor. And um, my friends out at the Creation Club, big ups to you too. Peter Collins, Sports Frame, top business. If you've got uh, any memorabilia you want put in frames or any special pictures, give Peter a call. Paul Cousins, thank you so much for letting me share your music. Uh, At the start of this show and at the end, you're going to hear a little extract from a song called Locked Up, which we did when COVID hit. And uh, if you go onto YouTube, you'll see the... um, the film clip and I get a little cameo with my daughter Millie it's pretty nice to be part of that and um it's won loads of awards eh uh fair geez to uh Pete Rendezzo and um uh Paul Cousins for uh entering the um song and the film clip into loads of different um independent uh song and uh film awards around the world, but we won loads of shit, eh? We were were actually um, shortlisted in the Wham Awards this year, and uh, we're in a very tough category, but that's alright. It was nice to be part of it and uh, be around uh, other great creative people, and it's fucking inspiring, eh? So be kind to yourself today, and um, thank you for sharing my little journey on uh, my podcast. Um, and um, yeah be kind to yourself oh so write down the things that you're good at that's your superpower I just want to stress that find some things that you want to do and try and do them every day for a hundred days and see what difference it makes okay thank you for sharing this and all the other podcasts that you may have listened to this is a the last in episode three. Um, I'm looking forward to doing another one, another series. Uh, I had sort of wanted to interview people, eh? The only thing is, every time I talk to someone, they tell me they're not very interesting. And I worry that their um, um, entertainment value might be a little bit limited. So I'm sort of struggling. Uh, I need to uh, think about that. Maybe I've got to write some really good questions down and engage with them. I'll get him in my van, that'll be it. I'll hide the uh, microphone, they won't see it, and then we can just chew the fat. And hopefully they might be able to get a word in. Alright, have the best day. Big ups.